How's it going, everybody? Welcome to Trail Tales. My name is Kyle O'Grady. I am a thru-hiker. I am a backpacker. I am a huge hiking nerd. And every single week on this podcast, I chat with other thru-hikers and other hiking nerds about their experiences on the trail. And this week's guest, he's he's a hiking nerd. Let me tell you, Baker Bocorny, he's back. He's done so many episodes. He's the most common repeat guest and there's a reason for that. We always have so much fun. It's all goofs. It's all gags in this one. We do the Ten Commandments of Ultralight Backpacking. And there's plenty of side tangents and reminiscing along the way as well. It was a lot of fun. So, Baker, when you hear this, thank you so much for coming on for yet another episode. Why did I say that's so weird? We're going to roll with it. And those of you that are tuning in, I just want to say thank you. And like, seriously, thank you. And if you appreciate this, if you appreciate the content, um, you can help out and you can do that by, well, there's a few different things, but the one I'm going to harp on right now is you can help out by sharing the show with a friend, someone who's getting into hiking, someone who's already into hiking, someone who you think might get some value out of the show, some entertainment at the very least. Share it with them. Send them a link, and I would really, really appreciate that. So without further ado, let's get into episode number 138, The Ten Commandments of Ultralight Backpacking with Baker Bo Corny. Testing, testing, testing. One, two, three. Is this thing on? Baker, is this thing on? Can you hear me? Hello, hello. Well, I'm, I don't hear. I don't hear. I don't hear anything. Um, you don't hear anything. If you're not, if you're not talking, Kyle, then I guess I'll just do this podcast by myself. Um, Rose, just keep, just keep it going. I'm just gonna go solo on this one. Um, yeah, I have, a, I have a few, just kind of like some really spicy topics that I'm just gonna kind of, kind of riff on here. Um, I haven't really prepared anything. I haven't thought it out. So I'm just gonna kind of monologue for a couple hours here. Hello, that's testing. cool. Wait, also... wait, wait, wait. Is it working now? Oh, oh, okay. Oh. He's bad. He's back. He's back. Okay. Thank well, God. I'll, I just I'll saved save everybody an hour. I'll save that monologue, just... <laughs> guys. I have some. I have some really, really interesting thoughts on some topics. I think you all would want to hear. What's well, one of the topics? Let's hear one. Let's see one topic. Um, <laughs> I, have you heard about how invasive bamboo is? No. Uh, I think I don't actually know if that's I did, true. I did but see it, it all I know over it grows, the Appalachian like, Trail, though. So that actually yeah, you makes can't sense. like apparently once you plant it, you basically can't get rid of it. Like it's it's incredibly resilient. Like it just lives underground and then it'll just pop up somewhere else. It's kind of like has this very extensive underground network of roots i think i'm gonna stop talking about bamboo because i really don't know much about it but um <laughs> i was prepared to riff on it for three hours but now that you're here i think i'll just i'll hold off on that three hours not only was he prepared to do a solo episode on the whim but he was prepared to do it for three hours which is three hours two hours longer than, thoughts. than usual a lot of thoughts on bamboo apparently a lot of thoughts on bamboo no um we're not gonna be going for three hours we are gonna be going for we are prepared to go for one hour though uh, my voice just kind of cracked there, kind of like yours does a lot of the time. The classic yeah. Baker crack. You just got to embrace it, you know? You just I just gotta, I don't really have control over it. Um, it just kind of happens, so it just yeah. is what it is. You just got to run it through. Okay, so um, now that we have like two minutes of absolute nonsense out of the way, um, <laughs> the theme just for this episode. Up. Yeah, we're, we're just getting loose, dude. We're just riffing. Um, <laughs> Rip- and we've barely talked about hiking. I love hiking, You haven't dude. talked about hiking at all. What's your favorite hiking oh um i like the the walking hiking the walking but that's not hiking that's walking mm, okay that's true well you know that's up for it's a i don't know yeah it's a contentious point but i mean i suppose the um let's see the foot-based hiking foot ba- okay yeah, that's fair i mean more we'll, of a foot-based hiker we can come back to a, this as opposed to the other variants yeah yeah um as opposed to the horse-based hiking I don't know if that's hiking or not, but I'm just saying Horses the foot-based one is mine. I'm not saying what the other ones are, but I do know that the, the well, they have hooves. They don't have feet. Uh, yeah. Dude, what I if didn't we, say hoof-based. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So What if we just did an entire episode like this? <laughs> People would fucking hate us. They'd hate me. They would hate or, you. You're the guest. Or it'd be, a, it'd be an absolute slam dunk. One of the two. I, I bet you there'd be some good... All right, so everybody, let me know if you prefer an entire episode of me and Baker with... We're going to get into the actual theme here, but an entire episode of me and Baker with no plan and just complete 
nonsense like this, like the past few minutes, except for an hour. I don't know. I feel or like three. it's it's fun or three. Oh god, <laughs> I feel like it's fun for a few minutes, but after like twenty minutes, they'd be like, "All right, this is this is not good." So, um, with that said. The theme for this episode, I've had this idea for a long time for either a Trail Tales episode or for a video, but we're finally going to do it. The Ten Commandments of Ultralight. And what does that mean exactly? I don't know. Um, I don't think it, it means nothing, let's be honest. But we we each came up with a few commandments. We have not seen each other's commandments yet. And so... That's, uh, I, I don't know. I, I have a feeling that some of them might be the same or probably not worded exactly the same, except for the first couple words, but um, probably some similar stuff, but we don't know. We don't know. Baker has a few extra ones just in case, because we have to get 10. It's the 10 commandments, obviously. Um, and yeah, we're just going to run it from there. And then I also heard that Baker didn't even come up with a lot of his, or at least the good ones. Is that true? That's absolutely true. Yeah. I, I mean, Jessica, basically anything smart or clever i come up with on this show like she she gave me the idea <laughs> for the most part so lucky you dude i wish i had someone that was way smarter than me that i could just run all these ideas past <laughs> yeah who also has like hiked thousands of miles and like gets all this stuff you know like uh, there's not many people who you could call up and say give me the 10 commandments of ul they'd be like what's ul first of all <laughs> i just thought of a, a funny idea too we should ask at the end of this, after we go through our ten, we should ask Chat GPT to give us ten commandments of ultralight, just to see what. I, I it thought comes about up with. that. I thought about. It. I was like, I'm kind of curious because now I'm like in this mode of like, if I want to know anything about hiking, I just ask Chat GPT because we did it for like an hour straight. <laughs> so now it's like that's how I find out things about hiking. So yeah, I don't know. I kind of want to know now, to be honest. So okay, I have it pulled right, up. We're gonna tell we're gonna me the ten commandments of ultralight backpacking, whatever that means. All right, let's see here. All right, it's giving me a whole spiel about, like, as a language model, I don't have personal beliefs or opinions, but I can provide you blah, blah, blah. Shut up. All right. Oh, wow, these are pretty fucking good. Oh <laughs> Is it going to steal our thunder? <laughs> I feel like, wow. Okay, real quick. Number one, thou shalt weigh everything. Number two, oh, thou shalt not carry unnecessary items. Number three, thou shalt reduce the weight of the big three. <laughs> Number four, thou shalt multi-purpose. Number five, thou shalt carry only what is needed for the expected conditions. That is in-depth right there. I got to say, thou shalt carry only what is needed for the expected conditions. Yeah. Thou shalt repackage items to reduce weight and volume. <laughs> thou shalt embrace minimalism. Thou shalt embrace new technologies and ideas. Thou shalt always be learning and improving. And number 10, thou shalt respect nature and leave no trace. That was way better than I thought it was going to be based on our yeah, last episode. I mean, yeah, that really was pretty good. Well, it, now they're on a new model, right? Are you on 3.5? Oh, are they? I don't know. Yeah, I got an email. Got oh. they're, on, they're on 3.5. It's 0.5 times better than 3. Damn. I wonder if it finally knows things about Kyle hitchhiking now. We'll have to I save that. We may have done this like just a little too early, but you know, or the <laughs> other episode too early because now we're kind of giving it a poor representation, but we'll see. Okay, this isn't. We are going to do another Chat GPT episode because it was hilarious. But all right, let's let's finally jump into the theme. Of this now, episode. were any of those yours? No. Well, one of them was one of them was mine. Okay, not exactly. Bi basically was. It was the same. I so, mean, dang. Okay, yeah. Why don't we start with um, with the one that you have that's similar or the same? Then what? What would what would the first? All right. So these are the official ones coming from us. That's right. We're the source of truth. Official ones. We are this God. Is a, it's a. It well. Oh, so we're handing them down Does, to our disciples. Is God is the one that actually created the Ten Commandments? Probably. I don't know. I went I to a Catholic so. school for four years. I still don't even so, know. So shit. did I. I went my entire uh, oh, really? young adult life. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I'm I'm pretty sure. Pretty okay. sure. Uh, well, technically, I mean, so I mean, yeah. Some background since we need to, we have to get into it. I'm pretty sure Moses he went up to some place. It was like up in the mountains or whatever, and then God gave these to him. He popped back down with these like big old tablets, and he was like, "Yo." Here they are. So I'm pretty sure that's kind of how it went. Yeah. So I guess we're like the Moseses. <laughs> I guess you could we're the, say we're that. The, or we're the, yeah, we're the Moseses maybe. Okay. So the one that chat GPT out, which I think is pretty, pretty solid. And so it's similar to mine. Thou shalt employ items with multiple uses. That was, that was one of the ones I had. <laughs> that is and a I good think one. that, yeah. And I think that's, that's pretty, I mean, that one's like a legit, some of the ones I have are like kind of poking fun at ultralight, but that's a legitimately good one. I yeah. Think. 
I think that is a good one. And also, these are in no particular order, too, obviously. Are the regular yeah. Ten Commandments in any particular? I don't think so. Yeah, they are. Oh, they, they are? Have, well, they have numbers. They have, ton- they have numbers. Well, yeah, yeah, okay, that's true. Yeah, but anyways, yeah. In, these are in no order of significance, we'll say. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think, that's, I think that's a good one. I wonder if it's possible to have, like, a really lightweight setup while not employing any multi-purpose items. I don't know. I mean... And yeah, definitely the one like there's definitely some really crazy multi-purpose items like the poncho tarp that that one gets me every time. <laughs> or like, that or that quilt that also doubles as a as a down jacket. <laughs> have you seen that? Yeah, shit? <laughs> yeah, I have seen that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like those are there's some pretty pretty cool. I mean, my favorite my favorite personal one is um, you know, using my spoon as a, a poop trowel. That's definitely the one that I. Oh yeah. That's, that's the biggest savings, weight savings I have. I mean, I it's like point that, three. I stole that joke from off. you in a video one time. I think I saw that, or I don't know if it did, but you're welcome to. I'm sure someone. I'm sure I'm not the first one who came up with that. So. Yeah, I've seen like some some jokes about it online a little bit before, um, or even just like uh, trekking poles as the the poles for your shelter. Like that's. I know. Pretty. I mean, it's just like I think that's just like super common now. But I remember the first time I saw that, I was like, my mind was blown. I was like, that is so smart. You <laughs> Who know, came like, up with that? That's genius. That guy probably made know. a lot of money. Probably not. It was probably someone who just like made their own tarp and was like, I'll just <laughs> use my trekking pole here. Yeah, it was well, probably. Just some but then someone else is going to be like, well, you could just find a stick. You don't even need trekking poles. But I guess if you're going to carry trekking poles, then yeah, you know, that's it. I remember just like the first time I saw it, I was like. You just put it up with your trekking poles, whatever shelter was I was looking at. I was just like, that is so smart. <laughs> it is pretty smart. Um, okay. You ready to hear my first one? Yeah. So I have five, like I said. Two of them I'm very proud of. Three of them are just okay. Um, I'll start with one of the okay ones. This is probably the best out of all the okay ones. Thou. Oh, shit. No. <laughs> Thou. <laughs> Thou t- <laughs> shut up. Okay. Thou shalt consider any day under eighteen miles a Nero. <laughs> what do you think? And I and I thought about amending this one to be like, Thou shalt consider any day on the Appalachian Trail under eighteen miles a Nero day and twenty miles on the PCT. Okay. But I don't know because I feel like I feel like, dude, if you're like super ultra light and you're doing anything under 18 miles, you better be in town for most of that day. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, I haven't done the PCT, but yeah, like I would imagine miles come a little easier. Well, I don't know. You can tell me. Uh, Yeah. Generally speaking, not Generally, always. I mean, though. obviously it depends on the section. Yeah. 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 But well, I, I mean, it makes me think of, I, I know the year that we were on the AT, there was this guy who kept writing like, yeah, that's, that's what <laughs> Yeah, he would like. I don't know if it's this guy. It was a person hiking ahead of us, and they were basically graffitiing various signs and other like rocks and stuff near the trail or parts of shelters. And it would just say like twelve miles is a Nero. And I remember like <laughs> Jessica and I being so mad at that because like the beginning we only hiked like twelve or thirteen miles the first yeah. few days, <laughs> and then by the time we got to like two thirds away through the trail, we saw that again at one point, and we were just like. It's, it's kind of true, basically. <laughs> and then eventually, I think it bumped up to like 15 miles as a Nero, and we were like, "That's still kind of, still kind of true," you know. Like sometimes that's a, that's a good like half or two thirds of a day, you know. Like you can still get a a lot of time in town on that one. <laughs> but what is a Nero? So to me, a Nero is like you spend most of the day in town, not like you know a couple yeah. hours in town. Right. That's true. That's just a day where you happen to like squeeze in a bit of time in town. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think a Nero. <laughs> I don't know. Is I'm assuming Nero is supposed to be near zero. Yeah. And so it's funny how is, that gets stretched. <laughs> so is 18 miles near zero? I mean, it's, it's all rel- it's all relative. If you hike 40 miles a day, then 18 miles is you know it's still definitely half it's less of- than it's le- that's less than ha- less that's less than half. Technically, less than half the way you normally do. But most people aren't doing 40 miles a day. I have a, a a related one which I'll just say now, and this is like I this is a riff off like a direct off one of the Ten Commands, which is remember the Nero Day, keep it holy. So was, I have, was that was that one of your commandments? It was one of the one I just thought of. Yes, when you had your your technical okay, okay. break just a second ago. Okay. <laughs> so I was like, I better just mention it now. So I'm glad we both thought of we both thought of Nero's. You know, I thought of doing one to like kind of riff off of like the Sabbath one, being like respect the z- the zero or something like that. But then I was like, that doesn't really work because ultralighters are like 
or the stereotype anyway would be like, dude, why do you even need to zero? You just keep going. So I was like, I feel like that doesn't yeah. work. I was going to put zero as well, but I had the exact same thought. So I changed it to Nero. To Nero, like, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. kind of funny. Like, I feel like, well, first of all, these terms mean absolutely nothing, obviously, because they're just made up slang. But like, intuitively, yeah. yeah, you would think like near zero means like, I always thought of it as like the days where you go into town when you only hike like a couple miles. So it's basically a zero, but technically you did a couple miles. So it's like, you know, call it a Nero. But I feel like most people use it as in just like any day where you go into town and then you leave the next day. But like you hiked a little bit the day you went into town. I don't know. It means nothing. It means absolutely nothing. Which is why anything, you know, under. Wait a minute. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Under 18. Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) Anything under 18 miles a day. I feel like. Did I word that right? Thou shalt consider any day under 18 miles a Nero day. Yeah. I, well, I fe- you're saying any any day where you don't hike more than 18 miles is a Nero. I feel like is a Nero. I feel like yeah, I don't know. I felt like more, I was more yeah, I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> that's a commandment. Don't do forget Do you know it, how many do you know how many zero days you took like on the AT and the PCT? You know. You keep track of that. Uh, I don't remember. Probably like 12 or 13 on the at on the pct i'm not entirely sure and there was a lot in yeah. Nero, whatever a nero is on both of those tra- on both of right. those trails too what about you yeah uh, we had on the at we had a lot i mean like it, we had a whole we kind of like got off trail for a bit to go to my brother's wedding and which coincided with when my ankle was like initially hurting so there was like 10 days there um so, I mean, I don't know if those kind of zero days because yeah. we weren't like really, we were like getting, we were like truly off trail and away from the trail. But I mean, yeah, we probably had like almost three weeks. I mean, even by the end, we probably had, yeah, maybe, I don't know, probably like three weeks of zero days. I know that um, our our mutual friend, Joe, he has like, he's a kind of meticulous about keeping track of all this stuff. He has like a spreadsheet of like everything he did every <laughs> single day. I think he took like five zero days or something what? like that. On the AT? Yeah. Yeah. On the AT. Oof. That's yeah. Rough, so man. he, I remember, and I remember, it was like, "There's no way, like, that's too few." And he's like, "No, I literally counted them all. I have them here in my spreadsheet." I was like, "Okay, I, I figured he was just like kind of like underestimating, but no, he was. He had it. He had the whole. He had the data to prove it. So that's rough. yeah. He he hiked it really fast though. I feel like he did it like in four months flat or something like that. Yeah. Damn. So he was kind of hustling. I've never yeah. taken consecutive zeros on any trail before. Oh, really? I've oh. done like like when I went to trail days uh, on the PCT, for instance, we hiked like, you know, f- seven miles the day that we went and then we took the next day off. And then the day we went back, we only hiked like five miles. So yeah. like almost time wise, it was probably over those the course of those three days, it was probably equivalent to two days off. But like technically, I've never taken two just like full days off before, which yeah. is which is interesting. But anyways, OK, so. What's your se- well? No, hold on, hold oh, on. Oh, what about uh, in in Gorham, or not Gorham? Um, what's the last town where you're going northbound for um, the hundred mile wilderness? Monson. Monson. Didn't we take? We took two days, didn't there? Did we? We no, stayed. No, I think we we stayed two I guess nights. We hiked in. We yeah, hiked in. It right. was the same thing. I think we probably same only hiked thing. in a few okay, miles, okay. and then we took the entirety of the next day off, and then we you're hiked right. out, and we smashed right. that shit. We smashed it because well, we were we were gonna leave, and then we saw the weather was trash. And yeah, we're like, ah, let's just let's just stay another yeah. day. Yeah, I remember the the big debate. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but like for my little crew, which you guys were included in, obviously. Um, no. Yeah. Um, the the big debate for us was like, okay, if we could take this day off to wait out what's going to be the worst weather probably left on the entire hike for us. Um, but that would mean that our summit date would be October 1st instead of the last day of September. And so we were debating, we were like, it'd be kind of cool to finish the last day of September, but do we, and then uh, when I say debated, I mean, we, it was a topic of conversation very briefly (laughs) because I don't think it took much convincing for us to be like, all right, yeah, no, that's not worth hiking in the rain all day in cold, cold Maine, you know, fall weather. So, um, yeah. It's kind of interesting. No, actually, for us, it was definitely wasn't. It probably would have been. I don't know that we talked about it, but it would have been in favor of October first because when we started, that was our our predicted end oh. date. So we literally finished on our exactly our end date. Actually, well, we also said we're gonna get to 
uh, Mount Musalak by September 1st, like the beginning of the whites by mm-hmm. September 1st. And then we're going to summit October 1st. And we literally hit both of those days, which is like completely crazy because we had so many weird, you know, as every hike, you have these, these unexpected things along the way. But somehow, just the fact that we had like these goals, I guess we somehow made them happen. It was kind of weird how like those that worked that way. But, I mean, really October 1st was just like, we don't want to be dealing with main weather, you know, yeah. like season, like shoulder season weather. No. Um, that was like the main reason we had that. It's not that we were like October 1st is some great date. It was just more like <laughs> we know that like after October, just the weather gets dicey and you don't know when the park's going to close and yeah. all that. So Yeah. No, it makes sense. Uh, this is I mean, total- the weather was amazing on October 1st. So I'm, I'm yeah, glad we it was. that day. That was such a good summit day. I we mean, got it was lucky. Like perfect. We got lucky. Yeah, we really did. While we're on the topic of reminiscing about the end of the AT, isn't it kind of funny? We might have talked about this previously or maybe just amongst ourselves, but... Um, isn't it kind of funny? I feel like when I think back to my AT through hike, I feel like you and Jessica were a big part of it. But like we really, we didn't even meet each other until almost the last date on the whole trail. And yeah, so I we were really way. only hiking together for like a couple weeks. But yeah, I don't know. I what, feel like three three weeks about is probably something yeah, like that. But when I think back on it, I think of you guys as like, you know, two of the closest people that I had on my third hike, but it was really only for three weeks. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. I don't know if it's like a recency bias thing. Like in other words, yeah, we, maybe. the end of the trail, but also for us, we like, you guys were really the only group of people that we saw for multiple weeks on trail because everyone else in the beginning of the hike, I mean, we basically were passing. I'm not trying to like brag. No, whatever, but it was we, the same we were hustling. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we started, we, you know, both of us started late. So we were hustling. I mean, like, again, we had these like, arbitrary dates of like we're gonna get to this point by this place and so we would like literally sit down and like crunch how many miles a day we'd had to do by we do you mean zero days. mostly jessica <laughs> that sounds like something uh, it she was would do. it was both of us okay, it was both okay. of us like i literally had a spreadsheet on my phone that was like this mile marker we're here now this many zero days this many like near days where we expected 12 or whatever many miles to go into town whatever and we would crunch the numbers. I had this like kind of fairly complex like spreadsheet going on my phone to like calculate all this stuff and be like, okay, that means we have to hike, we have to average this many a day to mm. get to Mount Moose Lock by this day, whatever it was. And so, um, yeah, so I think part of it, we really just, I can't think of, we, there was like maybe one other person who we hiked, just, but I think it was just like four or five days. Um, and then he ended up just like, I think he, he, we like hiked past, we hiked, Passed him one day and then he just never caught up after that. And I don't think there really was anyone else. Actually, it was kind of cool. He flipped and we actually ran into him randomly um, going southbound, which is kind of, I know, I'm sure you probably had that experience yeah, too, like starting I had late. Yeah, with a couple people. Yeah, you'd pass people and then they would flip and you'd see him going sober, which was kind of fun. But no, yeah. I mean, I think part of it is like really there were very few other people. The only other person I could think that was really close was um, a guy named One Foot. He was hiking around us. Like, yeah, I remember him. All that. I remember him. Yeah. And the same thing, like the only person we saw for more than, I mean, four days in a row or even just four days total, you know. And then That's also crazy. I think we've also stayed in touch post that. So I feel like that kind of keeps that, um, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I haven't stayed in touch true. with Flossie very much though, but he's still a very large part of it. Uh-huh. Um, and same with Indy. So I don't know. It's kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, but then who was, the, who was the fourth person? Who was another person Classic. in your crew? Classic, yes. Yeah, I haven't talked to, I have not talked to him since the day I summited Catan. Oh, interesting. (laughs) I don't think he's on like any social media or anything. Oh, okay. Yeah. He was, but I know what you mean. It is kind of weird that we had just a brief period of time, but then, yeah, it, it, to me, it's like in, it's definitely a a large part of like the people I met on the trail. It's like, yeah, yeah, you, you guys for sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, all right. What's, uh, what's, what's commandment number three? What shalt or shalt not thou do or don't do? Okay. Thou shalt have no shoes other than thy trail runners. Oh, that's a good one. I didn't put that on my list, but that's a good one. That because that really is like a fundamental, like ultralight thing. Like, there's no way anyone out there has a base weight with less than ten pounds and they're still hiking in like <laughs> big boots. <laughs> I mean, and also just no. Um, that also like part. I actually that's an interesting interpretation you had of it. What I was trying to say there is no camp shoes, like. Oh, okay. Yeah, you'll have. I wait, mean, so I wait, guess. What okay. was it again? Read it again. Okay, thou shalt have no shoes other than thy trail runners. So I guess have. Oh, yeah, have is a little. It's a little, I guess, ambiguous. But I'm also saying carrying. Yeah, I see. You're what not you going to carry. You have one pair of shoes. It's the shoes you walk in every day. That's it. You ain't, there's no 
No, no, uh, no camp shoes. I don't. I can't remember if you carried camp shoes or not. I did on the AT actually for most of it. Yeah. I started without them and then I ended up picking them up. But I haven't carried them. I think since that hike. Yeah. Don't worry, people. Jessica I'm, I'm always, cool. I'm cool. <laughs> Jessica always carries camp shoes and she's always has like a way way lower than ten pound base weight. But yeah, you're right. I guess also that could be inter. I guess this the other interp your interpretation. I would also agree with it. It's. It, it I would be shocked to see someone with like a super light pack, but also rocking like big heavy boots. You know, <laughs> Can you imagine that? So he's carrying like a like a was it Palante? Like, yeah, like a Palante pack. It's with like no the tiny hip belt. One. He's got like the gossamer gear one eighth pad, and like you know he's cold soaking, and then he just rolls up with like giant like mid <laughs> mid calf boots. <laughs> right, right. I just roll my ankle uh, yeah. a lot. <laughs> Yeah, it's just it helps the ankles. Yeah, no, I don't think that would happen. That's I think both interpretations are are true. They they are both commandments that that must be followed strictly. Yeah, although if I had to say, I would say, I like, I like my interpretation better because I do feel like kind of like you said with Jessica there. Like I do feel like there are quite a few people that have pretty lightweight base weights that still carry camp shoes. You know, I feel like I feel like yeah. as as ultralight god here as we're playing on this episode i feel like it's more permissible to carry like a lightweight pair of camp shoes than it is to hike in boots you know yeah i i would agree with that and i mean jessica literally took a scale to walmart and went into the flip-flop section <laughs> no. yes that is so freaking awesome i've always yeah she dude, i've always yeah. wanted to do that with various like i've always wanted to go to like so many different stores and bring a scale just to be sure. Uh -huh. Oh man, that's so awesome. That's so yeah. Awesome. She like before the hike, we I think that was one of the first things I bought um, when I was starting like the whole, uh, you know, like trying to make my pack lighter and everything. Obviously, you get lighter pack. You know, you set you you know make the spreadsheet whatever it is to actually weigh you weigh everything. And I was like, oh, I gotta weigh everything. So the first thing I did was like I ordered one of those like yeah kitchen counter scales for small items, and then I ordered like the luggage one um to weigh like you know bigger items or like the whole pack at once and so yeah she literally took that into walmart went through like probably literally every <laughs> single pair of, of flip-flops um and put them on the scale and i'm sure people thought she was like super weird but it's it's a walmart it so is walmart kind of do, yeah that's do whatever you want in there basically pretty um, much yeah so yeah but she, i i distinctly remember her bringing that in there i was like Dude, is, that is so I was like, this awesome. is great good oh for yeah her. she fully fully committed fully committed good for her um, uh huh. I respect that so much. Um, she's going to ultralight heaven for sure. She has been. She needs no redemption. She's been saved. For dude, sure. Maybe, maybe when I have her back on, we could do an episode where we, uh, where we do like the craziest things we've done for ultralight, like most ridiculous. Ooh. I know we were talking about that doing the chat GPT thing with her, but I didn't really get that many submissions. So maybe, yeah. maybe, who, who do you think would be better for that for that episode, you or her? I think I'll give her some of mine and she can do it because okay. she has, we've both done some kind of like, not crazy things, but we've both done some things that like, you're just like, why? You know? <laughs> why? <laughs> like that, for instance. That's a good one. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We'll do that for sure. Um, but that's a good commandment. That was the, that was the third one, right? Yeah. Okay. So let's go for number four here. I'm, I'm quite proud of this one, although maybe I shouldn't be talking it up. Commandment number four. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's camp chair. Oh, man. That's what? very similar to one of mine, but that's very good. It's actually kind of the opposite of something I had. So that's, that is, oh, okay. yes, that is great. So, that is great. So when I first was coming up with these commandments, I was just like starting them with a thou shalt and then just, just going from there. But then I was like, <laughs> yeah. you know what? Maybe I should actually have one of these like kind of sound like a real commandment. So I, I looked them up. And it was, what is it? Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife or some shit. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so I was like, okay, well, what, what? Oh, and house too. There's a few other ones, but oh, okay. yeah, something like that. It was basically think, saying yeah. you shouldn't like steal, right? Like, or, or well, be covet, jealous. Covet means you're just jealous, jealous of it. Yeah. Of, yeah. You shouldn't be jealous. Mm -hmm. And so I thought camp chair was perfect for this because that is, I can. Yeah, that's absolutely perfect. I can just imagine a scenario where some ultra light guy, he's been hiking all day hiking all day you know he's got the, the one-eighth inch pad to look forward to at the end of the day he gets to camp and there's some section hiker that hiked like five miles and has been chilling in camp since two o'clock in the afternoon just sitting there in his camp chair and i could see that ultralight hiker roll in as the sun's setting and they start to eat their cold soaked beans and they look over and they see this guy sitting in this camp chair but you can't be jealous of that you know you 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 signed up for the ultralight life 
you chose it or maybe it chose you. Either way, you cannot be jealous. You cannot be jealous. I already said that. You cannot cover, covet thy neighbor's camp chair, Baker. You can't do it. Don't you can't do it. And if that if that neighbor turns out to be a good Samaritan and offers you to sit in that camp chair, there's absolutely no way you're sitting in it. I, I mean, agree one hundred percent. You will be smote immediately. A lightning bolt will come down <laughs> from the heavens and just blast you to oblivion and you'll be sent straight to hell. I mean, you, there's absolutely no way you can touch that camp chair. It's just except except for to throw it into the fire because yeah, you know, well, in some course. sort of evangelical move where you're trying to convert people to UL and, and show show these people the way, right? Absolutely. But otherwise you're not that the only reason to touch it is to destroy it and to 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 lead people on to bring people into the you know correct path, show them the light, the light weight, if you will. <laughs> Ultra light weight. Yes. <laughs> oh man, dude, we're killing it. We're killing it. I th- I was pretty proud of this one. In fact, that might be my best one. Um, that's actually, a very I've good got one. I've got one more that's pretty good. Uh, but yeah, I was pretty I was pretty proud of that one. Just because, like, of course, I wanted to work in a camp chair joke because you know it's me. But also, gotta it just seemed to be like the perfect thing that I could see like an ultralight hiker being jealous of at the end of the day. Oh, maybe, yeah. maybe a stove or someone else's food. Maybe. Yeah, I was thinking of other things. Like a stove would be another one. Um, cause like the, the aroma or just the warm food yeah. in general, just the aroma. I remember like you guys cooking stuff, in the, you know, like, and I was like smelling it and I was just eating my like pretzels or whatever it was. And <laughs> imagine I was definitely coveting, it's coveting that, that warm, that warm Mac and cheese uh, over there. That, that freaking rice side. I'm, that's how like, that's how <laughs> desperate you get for food sometimes when you're backpacking and through hiking that the, the aroma the fact that you even described backpacking food as having an aroma is funny, but like, yeah, imagine true. being jealous of the aroma of like a one dollar pack of dehydrated <laughs> like rice, like instant rice, like dude. He's like, oh, is that Spanish rice? Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, I can so smell. Good. You you can identify every Norside by like its scent. Yep, that's chicken fried rice. That was one of my favorites oh. on the AT. Oh, that's definitely broccoli cheddar over there. Oh, that one's not. I, I dude, I tried that <laughs> once on the PCT. I hate that flavor. Chicken yeah, fried rice was so my great. go-to on the. AT. Chicken fried rice is great. I could it's never. Great. I found it like one time on the PCT. Like they barely even make it anymore, or something. Oh, it's hard to find. Yeah. And believe me, when I saw it, I got it. But um, chicken fried rice, Frank's Red Hot, and pepperoni in a tortilla. Mm. I am ashamed to admit how many times I've eaten that. Um, is your body like five percent that those foods by composition probably pretty much oh god yeah i hate the food on honestly like when i think about doing another long through hike in the future the food is like honestly like (laughs) a drag i'm just like oh yeah i wasn't that worried about it before the at in fact i didn't really think about it much at all um for the pct i was like yeah that's gonna suck but whatever maybe it's because i'm still somewhat fresh off of the pct but like oh man Ugh, I, I feel the same way i know that um before the at it was kind of kind of an appealing thing for jessica it was a major majorly appealing thing like she was like so excited by the fact that you can just eat you you have to eat as many cows as you oh want, well that's different i'm talking can... about the actual food like you eat on trail i love the fact that i can just eat as much oh, no, as no. I she want. she also meant the trail food, like okay. the junk food. Yeah, yeah. So she was excited she was, about that. She now was she's absolute. Oh, she was. She was. Yeah. I mean, so she really hadn't backpacked. I mean, neither of us had really backpacked much. Um, and so we just we hadn't been we hadn't been on so many trips that we've eaten this stuff frequently mm-hmm. enough or just often enough that it was that makes sense. We were tired of it. But by the end, absolutely. Now, like to think of another long hike and eating that, like I, I know that both of us are far less, it's far less appealing to both of us. So <laughs> yeah. 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 I got to come up with some better meal ideas, dude. I've been eating the same. The only like new meal ideas I've had in the past, like three years have been to actually start eating the backpacker meals instead of just ignoring them, which I had done previously for years. And so, yeah, yeah, I, I think I got to make my own meals. That'd be a good way to spice it up, make it a little bit more exciting. And then I, I also just feel like food that you made yourself always just tastes a little bit better for some reason. It does. Yeah, just, it does. You put the effort into it. Yeah. But yeah, then for some a long of the freeze dry, that'd just be, I know some people do it, but like that'd be a yeah. lot of work. 
it would be difficult. I mean, yeah, some of the freeze-dried meals are like definitely pretty good, but they're just like I mean, they're so much more expensive than like a one dollar nor rice side. Yeah, or and they're not like or whatever. that much better. You know, they're not they're like not. they're not like thirteen dollars better. <laughs> yeah, they're not like yeah thirteen times better or like six times better or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. that's the thing. I mean, uh, it, it's basically like re- almost restaurant prices. You yeah, know? like. Anyways, so, but it's not restaurant quality. That's yeah. I love how we started this point on the camp chair thing, and now we're talking about backpackers. That's true. But I mean, that's, the aroma, the aroma. That's what we do, it's folks. Okay, uh, what's uh? That was number four. Yeah. Yes. What's number five? Okay, this is kind of like yours, but the opposite. Okay, let's hear. It. Uh, Thou shalt covet thy neighbor's Dyneema shelter. <laughs> Was that is that supposed to mean that you well, okay explain it explain it yeah so you if you are rocking like a pretty heavy shelter and you see like this tiny little dyneema tarp you should be jealous of that thing be. i mean you should be you should covet the shit out of it and you should probably <laughs> steal it we didn't now ours our list does not include thou shalt not steal just just throwing it out there i'm not saying what you should or shouldn't do about that i'm just like pointing that out I mean, I don't think I don't. It's not on my list. I doubt it's on your list. No, because <laughs> um, stealing is a great way to lighten your base weight. Because the one, you know, if you don't carry the gear yourself, you get someone else to carry it for you. That's great, right? So if you if yeah. you happen upon something out there or someone out there and they have something that you didn't bring because you're trying to you know cut ounces, which you should be, and they have it, I mean. You got to do what you got to do out there, right? It's you're you're in the wild. <laughs> I mean, uh, I'm and I'm just saying, I'm not saying we should do. I'm just saying that we're not, you know, we're not saying you shouldn't. I'm not saying you should or you shouldn't. But anyway, just throwing throwing that <laughs> idea out there. That's a great way, great tip to first of all cut costs and reduce pack weight is just to to um, just covet the pilfer. shit out of all of your fellow hunters. Well, covet gear. and then and acquire <laughs> the acquisition part. That should be like that's, <laughs> that sounds like the name of like a. Like a metalcore band, covet and acquire. Covet. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm starting that one. Yeah, but no, that's a that's a good one. I, I just love the irony of like it coming from the thou shalt not covet thing, yeah. but it's thou shalt covet. <laughs> it's you like need to covet it. Like like you're supposed to. Not just that it's permissible, but like you're you're supposed to. I love that. That's awesome. And even if it's just a few ounces or a few tenths of an ounce less, you need to covet it. I mean you. If they if they're carrying less than you, you have to covet them. Yeah, you, even you can't if you're even really like them. Yeah, even if you're already like really lightweight, if you see someone who's lighter, thou shalt covet. Obviously, like yeah, you covet you, everything about them. You covet. You you just you want their life. You want to just embody them because they're just so much better than you by carrying less weight. <laughs> I mean, this probably doesn't even just beyond shelters like. You should just covet everything about that person. If they're <laughs> carrying, if they're carrying anything less than you, you know, if they're carrying just just slightly, their base weight's less. Covet. Like you want to be them. Covet them. Covet everything about them. Covet it all. That's a good one. Okay, and this one's not a good one. So this is probably my worst one. It's no, just boy. too many words. But so number six, thou shalt take an Instagram photo holding up thou's pack with one finger at least once per through hike. <laughs> Okay, maybe it's maybe it's not that bad. I mean, it's it's obligatory. I almost yeah. I was like, there's got to be something about Instagram in here. And what's the classic ultralight photo? It's the guy standing with the you know hip belt list pack held up by a pinky next to the terminus of a trail or whatever. So thou shalt take at least one of those guys. At least one. It could be more, you know. But at least one of those photos per through hike and i would even go as far as to say if the through hike is longer than a thousand miles there should be more maybe one per thousand miles but it was already pretty wordy you know so yeah what do you think about that one baker now how many of these photos have you taken yourself kyle i have not taken any but that's because uh, excuse me i'm trying to think okay i've i've taken photos i don't know if i have but but I just thought of <laughs> I should go on a I'm gonna do a backpacking trip at some point where I I go backpacking with gear not made for backpacking and 
<laughs> that's on my list of ideas go on <laughs> and i just think that'd be such a great title backpacking with gear not meant for backpacking but um <laughs> maybe a, maybe to conclude maybe to conclude that trip i'll take a photo of me trying to hold up like a jansport backpack by one pinky with like a bunch of shit strapped on the <laughs> on the back of it okay but a backpack you could use it you you should be carrying like a bucket or a suitcase or something oh that's a good idea maybe we need maybe <laughs> although need it's not backpacking is it it's not backpacking if you're dragging a suitcase is it <laughs> it's no backpack i did see a boy scout one time with a cart instead of a backpack on the at oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> yeah the at's brutal i would not bring a cart. it I was would, in I it was in maryland so it was pretty flat okay okay but still it's not like the trail's like always smooth like <laughs> i'm pretty sure these guys were from like missouri or something so they had like just no idea of what anything was <laughs> on the AT, and i was like it was a kid he was pretty pumped on it he was like showing it off to me and shit i was like man you so i don't blame the kid in fact i respect it but i do blame the uh the boy scout troop leaders a little bit (laughs) yeah i mean i guess if that's what you have i mean i don't know you're you're not carrying the weight on your back but it's just so inefficient i mean i guess if you're only going for like a short trip or, you know, just a few miles. Okay, that's, I guess it's fine. But I'm just thinking it's so inefficient. Like getting over difficult terrain with a cart, like yeah. you would – there's no way you could go three miles per hour with that. I mean, it's just, that's just trying to hike through like the whites, like pulling a cart. That's what I'm saying. Like there's no way. I don't – that's what granted, happened. Maybe, granted, this was not the whites. This was Maryland, probably one of the easiest yeah. sections of the whole trail. But like this Boy Scout trip yeah. was in total disarray. I mean I'm pretty that's sure so it ceased to exist after this trip. Like the, the leaders were like – it was totally spread out. Like these kids were just on their own, basically. Like the leaders <laughs> themselves were like struggling. Like it was yeah. just. I was just, Dude, I just. I passed the entire troop over the course of like an hour, and they were all just in various states of like disarray. It was pretty funny, except for yeah. the, the 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 cart kid was actually he was towards the front. I'm pretty sure. Believe it or not, like okay, yeah, it was it was something. Well, if they're carrying insanely heavy gear, then a cart, if you're going to have to carry that much weight, then maybe a cart is the way to go. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe you know, yeah, on maybe, easy terrain. Yeah. Watch him maybe. be like, he fared the best out of everybody on that trip. Probably. He was on a through hike. You didn't know. He, he, the next year he went back and through hiked the whole thing with the cart and we're just giving him <laughs> shit. And he did it like in, he did like in three months or whatever. <laughs> the cart. The F K C T fastest known cart time. <laughs> Imagine like Did, you're going up, um, you're going, you're going through like Mahusik Notch with a cart. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> you're like, you're like hoisting oh it up above your head, like throwing it over like the rocks and shit. <laughs> now, if you, if the cart, if you were hiking with someone else and both the gear was in the cart and you had someone else to like help you with these obstacles there and you could trade off, you know, there's some, there's some, I don't know. There's some merit to this. What you should do, you should get a cart. You should try this for a video. I feel like it must violate some sort of leave no trace <laughs> rules, right? Like the wheels. Well, I mean, like if a bicycle's allowed on there. But bicycles, yeah, yeah. But bicycles aren't know. allowed on some trails, so I, I'd, I'd have well, they to. Are, but if you picked one that was like bike or like horse friendly, like a, car, a cart can't be. Yeah, like a cart can't be more impactful than a horse. That's right? true. There's probably cart some like poop everywhere. There's probably some like super crunchy like person out there who like oh, yeah. studied this for their like phd in environmental <laughs> science or some shit it's like actually two wheels um it depends on the tread of your tire and all this bullshit um okay anyways no, all right. did, did you did you ever see i'm just thinking of more funny things did you ever see the um so like a lot i remember like when we got to the northeast a lot of the like um colleges up there they would do like a trip before the semester started like at the end of the summer before the fall semester started and it was like it was like an outdoor trip. Did you yeah. ever encounter any of these groups? Okay. Did you ever – one of them – I don't remember which school it was, but they – their sleeping arrangement was a giant tarp on the ground and then a <laughs> giant tarp over that. That was it. And it just like everyone was just piled in on, on – Maybe you know, they were on onto something, dude. It was – I mean it was efficient. There was no <laughs> – absolutely no bug protection. Yeah, until it <laughs> rained like in any sort of sideways – I mean the, the tarp was like you know up like six, seven feet. So any sort of sideways rain or any sort would just – or bugs, whatever. It, it's all just coming in there. I mean yeah. – And we saw someone washing – uh, a dish in a stream like in a water source and jessica like called them out on it oh and you no. could tell they just i mean she was polite about it okay, but you good. could tell they were very embarrassed she was like 
she's just like, hey, you're not, you shouldn't be washing dishes in here. This is where we get our, we get our water from. We need to drink out of this. Like you should, you know, take the water and then go 200 feet away and wash, wash it, you know, wash your dish over there and dump the water away from the, yeah. the stream. And he was like, oh, sorry. Yeah. That, like, I mean, that's pretty understandable. Like, yeah. And she was, she was polite about it, but you could tell he was kind of mortified and he was like basically essentially a high school kid. right? Yeah. So yeah. It, it was, it was pretty funny, but I was thinking like, where are the trip leaders that are, you know, I don't dude. know. Like, maybe the trip leaders don't know it either, but it was just kind of like, uh, yeah, I don't know. Dude, when I, my freshman year, I went on one of those trips for Clarkson. Okay. Yeah. And so um, you went to a school in the Northeast, so you probably know. About so, this. so you've probably heard of like the 46 climbs thing, um, yeah. that I'm involved with. So the co-founder of that Colby was the leader and yeah, there was some shit. That yeah, I remember you talking about that. I remember you talking about that on, on the episode with him. That's how you met him, which is yeah. really cool. Yeah, but it was the classic like college like outing club, like beginning oh, yeah. orientation, whatever trip where shit went wrong. So I would advise, I'm sure there's not that many um, incoming freshmen listening to this, but uh, if you are, you should still totally go on these trips, but just be self-sufficient like bring don't rely on yeah the group for any of your gear like when i went on that trip like i was like I, one of the first things i learned was that they weren't planning on bringing any tents and it was just purely oh yeah we'll just get a lean-to no problem it's not like the high peaks in the fall are populated right like, full. Yeah. yeah exactly so so like um i heard that i was like yeah, I don't know about that. I'm gonna br- so I brought my hammock. So everyone else ended up sleeping on the ground, <laughs> but I was fine. <laughs> you were good. Yeah, you probably could have led that trip, like given how much experience you I had know, by the time. I you know, and I'm not just trying to shit on Colby. He definitely learned his lessons, and he's gone on to do some really cool things. But like, obviously, yeah, yeah that yeah. was that was pretty funny. That was our introduction. Okay, okay, um, but I have before we move on. Okay, I okay. have taken one of these photos. These you these have? Pack. You said you? Yeah, I took one. At the most photographed place on the Appalachian Trail. Oh, interesting. Which you must know where that is, right? Um, yeah, it's uh, McAfee freaking knob, dude. Exactly, dude. I got a sunset, or I think it was a sunrise. We we stayed there for sunset and sunrise to get like every possible kind of photo. And I literally have a, a photo. It's just me silhouetted with like the sunrise in the background, and I'm like holding out my pack with one. And I felt that I was like, I just thought it was so freaking cool when I took that photo. That and now is I'm like, cool. God, I'm such a dweeb. Maybe like, that's just... maybe you'll have to send it to me and I can use that as the pack, uh, or as the pack, as the um, album cover of the Ooh, episode artwork. Um, that'd be pretty cool. Okay. What is, uh, what is, what are we on? Number, that was number six? Number five? I think so. Number six. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Let's see. We're I'm going to done... have 10. The I've UL done, 10-ish commandments. Yeah, 10-ish. I've done one, two. I've done three of mine so far. I've done... I've, mine are out of order. I'm doing, I've done... Three. I think I've think. only done three as well, so six. Okay, so number seven now. Okay. What's number seven, Baker? Seven. Thou shalt worship miles instead of smiles. Oh, that is so good. Was that one of Little Bears or was that one of yours? I think that one was mine. That's good, dude. That's funny. I think I, that one was mine. I mean, that's that it just embodies. She has another one. I think actually maybe embodies all of UL very succinctly. But this is close. This is a close second. I think that is so fucking funny, dude. Like you got the worship thing in there, and of course, of course, the miles are much more important than the smiles in ultralight. Just it's all about the miles. You're not there to smile. It's not. It's not just all about the miles, but it is particularly not about the smiles. I just want to emphasize. <laughs> it's certainly that too. not about smiles. Yeah. Certainly not. A lot of people focus on the miles, like oh, it's all about the miles, and that's why it's not about the smiles. But no, I, I want to just be very clear. It is not about the smiles, and that is why it's all about the miles. Um, yes, they're they're independents. They're they're related, but they're also independents. So that's a that's a really good one, Baker. Um, I feel like it's going to be hard yeah. to add anything onto. Is there any other explanation to that that I that that people I need mean, to hear? It's facetious, but also true, which is why I like it. it it's like <laughs> you know, it, it it's like uh, you know the way it's stated is like. You know, it's tongue in cheek because, like, I don't know if everyone actually 100% believes that, but it, it is it is true. Like you just like you just said, like they're independent. But I mean, most people who are, I mean, I don't know. There's probably some people who just have a lighter weight because they it's just more comfortable. 
and they have more fun with it. But I think a lot of people are doing it because they just want to push themselves and they don't want to be slowed down by like a bunch. I mean, I know for me personally, like I like doing bigger days, like doing things that are more challenging and generally having the lighter pack makes them easy. Like it's like, it's like funny. The challenge isn't going to be from me carrying a bunch of weight, right? It's going to be like covering um, more, more terrain in the day or more like difficult terrain that would be very challenging to carry extra. It would be kind of less fun for me to carry extra weight doing it. And so I think it's, I think for a lot of people, like you carry less weight because you have other, you have goals that maybe you want to push yourself more than just like having a fun time. Right. And the times that I want to have a more chill and relaxed, like experience backpacking, I bring more stuff. Like my, my inevitably, um, if it's going to be shorter miles or if I just know we're not, you know, basically if it's shorter miles is like the main reason we're just not going as far. Like say I'm going, like if I had, sorry, I'm going to throw my parents under the bus, but I've had backpacking trips where I go with my parents and we're just not hitting, we're not doing 20 miles a day, your parents which is fine. Your I, parents aren't ripping 20s, dude? Dude, they're only ripping like 15s. Uh, they're pretty, they're pretty weak. They're I mean, ripping Nero's fair, every day then. They're, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're just, every day's a Nero for them. But they, uh, <laughs> I know that, so I mean, in their defense, the first set of gear I got was kind of heavier and I basically loaned it. I basically gave all of them, I gave them all of the gear that was too heavy in the second round when I was like, oh, no, 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 this tent, not going to cut this 65 liter Osprey backpack, not going to cut it. Now my parents have, to, they have all that stuff. So to be fair, you know, they're, they are rocking the the gear that didn't make my cut. So that's probably partly why they're, you know, they're, mm-hmm. they're not doing the, they're not doing the big days, but basically yeah, anytime I'm – or actually um, this past summer I had a few times where I did like a 14er and there was an approach that was like maybe five or six miles. But it was the kind of thing where it was easier to to hike in the night before, camp like near the base of it so you can get up really early and hit the peak before, you know, afternoon thunderstorms and so forth. Um, but for those, I like my pack was way heavier than it usually would ever be because – like I even – actually broke my um my one of my ul rules i brought two pairs of shoes because oh, i brought my trail runners to the approach and then i have what are called approach shoes which are like a hybrid between like rock climbing and um hiking shoes and they're better for like when you're doing like kind of spicier like third or fourth class type of stuff where you need, maybe you have smaller footholds it's it's very specific to like the kind of terrain that i was on but basically i even carried two pairs of shoes and so um or i'll even bust out like my my bigger, my pack that has a frame in it instead of my frameless pack. So I know for me, if I'm like not trying to push myself as part of the backpacking thing, then my, the weight that I carry just inevitably goes up. Cause I'm like, yeah, I'm just more willing to carry yeah. something for five miles over like 20 miles, three days in a row or whatever. Yeah, exactly. No, it makes yeah. a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense. So it is, it is a, it is a jab at, you know, people who are just out there to, you know, crush miles, but it's also like, for me, it's actually personally, it's kind of true. If I'm like looking to push myself as part of the, the trip, then I'm probably going to, I'm going to be, I'm going to lean much more towards the UL part of it. Mm-hmm. I have this thought. It's kind of related to this, but not really. Um, so I've been like planning, like making plans to get back to the PCT this year to finish it up. And I'm, I'm thinking about it and I was like, this, this feels like it's going to, it's going to be around 400 ish miles, I think. And it feels to me like it's the most, extensive hike that i've done without like a big time crunch because like the at there was a time crunch the pct there was time crunch um a lot of my other trails i've done there's always been like some sort of time crunch even like the shorter ones but this time it feels like there's not a time crunch and so in my head i'm like okay that feels good because then i don't have to go as fast but then when i think about how i want to do it i'm like oh i still want to hike pretty big days and so I'm like, I think when I when I think of when I think of doing this hike and going a little bit slower, what I think I mean is just spending more time in town. I feel like I'm still gonna like <laughs> do pretty big days when I'm on yeah. trail because like that's what I want to do and that's what I like to it's do. What you do, and yeah, then yeah. I'm just gonna like take more zeros. I guess I don't know. Like it's I don't yeah, know. It's interesting. I I can see that. I mean, if you're in a town that's fun, I mean, I I you know, there's the whole thing of a towns being a vortex it's totally true and so yeah you can just kind of like not have to fight the vortex as hard and also if you're out there for a shorter period of time you can spend more like in each town stop because you don't need to stretch your your budget for as long of a period of time and so 
you know, you can be like, yeah, I'll just stay like and stay at this cool hostel. If, I guess if there's other, you know, people there that you're interested in hanging out with or you want to like go to the local brewery like multiple times while you're there, you know, like it's, you know, yeah. you can totally do that. So, yeah, that'll yeah, be nice. I, I, I can imagine. I just, I can't see you hiking much slower or less miles. Like, I don't no. see you being like, yeah, today's going to be a 10 miler and I'm going to spend like three hours by this like creek. No, you know, I, I can't I do that. I don't. I don't see that happening. I can't do that. <laughs> All right. Um, so my next one, thou is this number eight? Yeah, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Thou shalt not use a full-size toothbrush under any circumstance. <laughs> yes. I mean, that's, yeah. It's that's, pretty. That is definitely. Pretty obvious. Did you, did you have one about a toothbrush? No, I had nothing about I thought, I thought for I thought if any of these were going to be repeats between us, I thought it was going to be something about a toothbrush. Because that's like the classic symbol of ultralight is the toothbrush cut in half, right? Yeah. Well, well and also, what is it? Um, is it Ultralight Jerk who made that sticker? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's he's really embodied. I mean, yeah, he, it's, he's literally like made an made an icon out of it. So, yeah, I it is. It's like, now, have you ever cut a toothbrush in half? Have you ever actually done that? Oh, dude, have I ever done that? Have I done that in the past month? What do you mean? <laughs> I follow the Ten Commandments, Baker, so yeah. I, do you follow them even at home, too? Oh, well, I mean, I'm not on trail at home. Okay, well, shade, you know, gray area, but okay. <laughs> I mean, but yeah, I i don't think I've ever backpacked with a full-size toothbrush. In fact, when I was doing the uh, Kala Trail in, a few weeks ago, it was only, you know, a couple nights, and I hadn't brought a toothbrush with me and so it's kind of a last minute thing i was like oh crap i don't have a toothbrush and my girlfriend was like oh here i've got i've got one and she had like an extra one and gave it to me and i just was like this just feels wrong and like it was like the <laughs> night it was like the night before we started we were like camping out um at a, like a regular campground and i was like yeah. this just feels wrong to take this and so i snapped it in half like i had to it wasn't even for the joke or for the video the or anything i just i just ha- it wasn't even for that it was just i just i just felt yeah. obligated to i don't know you just like i have to yeah i feel like so i actually don't know if i i think i had one toothbrush that i shortened the handle but to be honest i actually used like those travel yeah. toothbrushes, the ones that, i feel like that counts, they're already though. shortened yeah they're, they're already, already shortened short. now i remember before um before like the florida trail and the at i was like you know explained to my family how i was like um they're asking like what what gear are you bringing and i was explaining like what i wasn't bringing and was bringing all this stuff and um they were like you know interested and then at some point somehow the toothbrush came up and i think i showed them the toothbrush i was cut off and then i um maybe like a, a month into the hike um like my brother and my parents and jessica all came and they did like a it was like two or three days together we did a section um of the florida trail and, you know, the whole time, like, they're kind of, like, making fun of, like, oh, did you, blah, did you know, because some of the things that you do are so mini- minuscule, it's just, like, really, like, why did you yeah. do that? And so, yeah, they were making fun of something, and I don't know what, but one night, I was <laughs> brushing my teeth, and as I was brushing my teeth, the, um, some toothpaste started to, like, run out of my mouth. It went down onto the handle, or, like, the little bit of the handle that was left, <laughs> and it slipped out of my hands, <laughs> <laughs> fell on the ground and just like the bristles and the brush part just all in the dirt all in pine and like the whole you know everyone's like like standing there around like brushing their oh, teeth and they just man. saw me do that and i was it, they were just like oh yeah glad you saved glad you saved all that weight and i just kind of like i picked it up and i just kind of like shook it a bit and i just like pour a little water on it. And i was like i have to keep going i have to i have to keep my you know uh i don't know retain my pride here and and you know and i just like kept brushing my teeth after i got the dirt i was just like <laughs> i was just kind of like yeah this is like uh i don't know that how i don't know if that was worth cutting the handle off that one no regrets no regrets no exactly no regrets at all i i mean i'm so glad i you know i, I will tell you i noticed the difference when i was carrying my bag <laughs> I, I i definitely noticed the 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 uh, 0.5 ounces that i saved or 0.3 ounces or whatever it was Dude. it was worth dropping in the dirt a few times 100 percent can you can you hear my neighbor's house being bulldozed right now outside my window? Are they actually bulldozing? No, but I well I can't tell based on the sound. I think they are, but yeah, it's a lot of shit. Sorry about that. I don't, I don't hear it. No. Okay. Good. Oh, well, I guess I, I hear like a like a mild hum in the background, but it could be anything. It's not yeah. like I hear like crashing or like I can't hear you. No. 
Okay, now I hear uh, that. That's my neighbor's truck, I think. Um, anyways. Okay, I heard, I heard that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he... Yeah, anyways, okay. Um, number nine. What's number nine, Baker? Yeah, you should go first, because I don't... I feel like Jessica's last one... This is... The last one I have is from Jessica, and I feel like when I asked her it, she immediately said it, and I was like, this kind of just sums oh, up okay. everything. Okay. But maybe not. I don't... Hopefully, I'm not... No, we can do that. Right, it sound I'll too do, big, but you, you go I'll first. I'll do number nine. This one... I'm quite proud of this one. Okay. Number nine. Thou shalt not bear false witness about their base weight. Ooh. I was trying to, I was looking at that commandment. And I was like, how can I incorporate down? But I couldn't think of that's, that's very good. Yeah, I was, this well, is another one that like, I didn't come up with until I was actually looking at the real 10 commandments. And then I was like, <laughs> right. I had to Google what that even meant. To be honest, I was like, bear false witness. So I, I hope I used it correctly, but. It's lying, essentially, is my understanding. Yeah, I think it's lying, misrepresenting something. Misrepresenting, so, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Thou lying, shalt yeah. not, you know, misrepresent, lie about their base weight. But I also thought that maybe this one could go the other way, too. It could be like, it's okay That's what I was to, thinking. to yeah. misrepresent your base weight because we all want a lighter base weight. I don't know. Because I feel like that's yeah, also people- probably pretty common for people, too. Oh, yeah. People are like, oh, how much do you pack away? Like, oh, like six, six and a half. You're like, you don't really know, but you just kind of like, you just like round down like by a pound or you two. Count, you count everything as worn weight. You count the backpack itself as worn weight. Like, because well, technically. That's, uh, that's, that's the first thing I thought of when you were saying like lying about your base weight is the whole like worn weight debate of like, you know, phones that are worn, you know, oh, I carry it in my Wait pocket. Oh, <laughs> I you mean, ever heard of that? Like that's a that's a thing where it's I, like I've never heard of the phone one. I feel like because well, the phone is like it's in a pocket and pockets are in your if it's in your short pocket, <laughs> shorts pocket, you're you're wearing your shorts, so it's like, oh it doesn't really count. I don't know. It's, well that's what I mean, you might as well just count everything as worn weight things. It's all in your backpack, right? I mean, yeah, I it, it's a I think it's it's a jab at people. Like <laughs> I, I feel like I when I, I remember it being a, a like a kind of a perennial joke on like the UL ultralight mm. um subreddit. And it was basically, I'm sure at some point someone put out a lighter pack and they marked phone as <laughs> worn weight because, you know, phones are actually pretty heavy. And so then people, they you would just see people everywhere like making, yeah, exactly. And so like, they, I don't know, I don't know what the, what the source that is, but it was just like something that people constantly referenced, like, you know, like when they're making jokes or making fun of people, being the things just like, oh yeah, make sure you mark your phone as worn weight and stuff like that. And I was like. <laughs> Okay, someone must have done that, you know, for real at some point, and it yeah. just like everyone just tore them a new Dude, one. That would be so. a funny video idea. Make a make a lighter pack that's just ridiculous, but like st- somewhat believable still, and then post yeah. it on our ultralight and ask for a shakedown and just see what comments. See. <laughs> ah, dude, that's a good idea. Fuck, I shouldn't have said that. Someone's gonna steal it now. Yeah, I might I might have to add that to my video idea list. <laughs> you can cut it out. You can cut it out. No, we'll keep it in there. We'll keep okay, it in okay. there. Um. I mean, or, someone has to hear it and then also have, like, the drive and the motivation and the skills and knowledge to make it. So, I don't know. You might be, be safe. That would be funny. I just let the just let the salty Redditors write my content for me. Um, that'd be <laughs> yeah. good. Okay, what's, uh, what's the, the last one here? What's number 10? The, uh, the apparent, the alleged, you know. I don't know. I hope so. I mean, when I asked Jessica, I was like, I just told her the idea and she just immediately said this. And I was oh, like, okay, okay this like okay, it just came right sim- out of her mouth like she just yeah no she immediately was just like okay so she was like i've been waiting for this <laughs> it seemed like it she just had it she's like oh she when i asked her, she's like oh clearly it's thou shalt forego comfort <laughs> it's not bad <laughs> it's, like, it's not bad like it sounds so masochistic but it basically does <laughs> i mean if you i mean there's multiple ways like there's multiple general strategies for ul stuff but foregoing comfort is basically like that it, it's the root of like most things i feel like well in some ways it's more comfortable to be you well but it's it's detracting from it really i guess it, it's probably foregoing comfort when you're not hiking like every every time you're not hiking any non-hiking related activity you should attempt to be less comfortable doing that and you're it's probably going to make hiking more comfortable if you're just foregoing things right so i feel like it is basically like a very i mean i don't know i think it's true like there's certain things that I'm just like, this is not as comfortable as like the heavier version of it that I had when I'm not carrying it, of course. And so when I'm carrying it, it is definitely more comfortable to not be carrying all that weight. But I don't know. It seems to just embody like like a large part of the philosophy of uh, how you make your pack lighter is you just like, just kind of suck it up, you know? You just yeah. like, you know, you just it's, like deal with, you just deal with it. No, I see what you were saying now as in like, this should be number 10. 
I agree. It really does just kind of sum it up well. So it's good. Yeah, it just encompass you know, just like and if you take that to its extreme, that's kind of what you. I mean, if you look at what you're doing, I feel like at some point you're also forgoing safety. Like if you say, "Oh, I'm not going to carry a sleeping bag," or "I'm not going to carry these extra layers," or "I'm not going to carry a, a <laughs> shelter that actually like covers me from all types of weather yeah. and stuff." <laughs> You know, at some point it's you're for going. It goes from comfort to safety. You yeah. know, like oh, I'm gonna be too cold to like I'm gonna be a little chilly, or I'll be hypothermic. You know, but pretty so much. So maybe safety. Maybe forego safety entirely if you really if you really want to take it to its extreme. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, well, well. There you have it, folks. The Ten Commandments of Ultralight. You know, as told by the two ultralight gods, self-declared, of course. Um, self-declared. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was fun. That was fun. So yeah, we'll have to get we'll have to get Little Bear on for an episode soon where we go through like the most ridiculous things that we've done for Ultralight. That's a good idea for an episode. Um and of course, on that note, um if anyone out there has some of your submissions for like the most ridiculous things that you've done to go ultralight or you've heard of people doing, you gotta you gotta tell me. You got and we'll include them in the episode. So send me an email trailtalespod at gmail.com you can also message me on instagram at kyle hitchhiking either one get a hold of me tell me the most ridiculous shit that you've done in order to save weight and um i think that'll be that'll be a fun episode idea i'm surprised i haven't thought about thought about that already um well you thought of it eventually so yeah yeah literally you're you're hearing this come this idea come together as this episode is being recorded so pretty cool baker Thank you for doing well, this. Wait, before we go, can I tell a funny story? Yeah. It's related to Trail Tales? I would love it's, a funny... Like, you know, what is yeah, it? It's, okay. Well, okay. So, uh, Jessica's mom is visiting. She just arrived today. And I was like, hey, I'm going to go report, record a podcast. Um, so, maybe just don't, you know, don't come into this room for the next hour. Just Or if you do, just try to be quiet. You know, I didn't want, want background noise and stuff. And she's like... Oh, is that that hiking podcast? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, oh, Happy Trails or something. Has <laughs> it was called? Happy Trails. And I was like, it was Jessica. I was just busting up laughing because she heard like she's heard all the episodes that like Jessica's on and stuff, yeah. right? And and then she was and she was like, yeah, that was the one where and she brought up again and how the yeah the the guest kept just kept talking over you. And, and, <laughs> oh no, really. <laughs> <laughs> even if then she was she we were just Jessica were just both laughing we we're like we're like yeah you know it's and she's like mom it's like it, it's it's his podcast like of course he's gonna be talking in part of it you know uh, and, and he's it's gonna be a back and forth conversation and she's like but but Jessica you just had so much interesting things to say and I guess which is implying that you you didn't Kyle I don't know so she has a point just, to be honest I don't know I was like I was like damn she is just like dropping the like you know. All these dropping like like the, the you know, not holding any punches basically. Next thing you know, this on, is gonna be like a one star review from like Jessica's mom. Like, <laughs> didn't let the best guest talk enough or something. <laughs> Host blabs I'm too much. Never listening to Happy Trails again. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Trails is I'm unsubscribing. <laughs> anyway, That's I just so thought good. I'm I glad you got that in that. there. That's <laughs> yeah. awesome. That's awesome, man. You just. I get I get hate everywhere I go, folks. Even from Dude, she's my got a lot of family. feedback for you. I may give her your the email of the podcast. Maybe I should have her on. Got, Jeez, she's got a lot of notes. Yeah, yeah, maybe you should. Yeah. <laughs> All right, she's got a lot of notes for you. All right, Baker, thank you for doing this, and thank you everybody for listening once again. We'll be back next week, and yeah, happy trails. <laughs> happy trails. <laughs>